So maybe you're moving to Las Vegas, but you don't know anyone else who's done it, and you're trying to figure out some of the pitfalls, some of the mistakes, so that you can know how to avoid them. Well, you're in the right place, because this video is all about how my girlfriend and I, who's now my wife, moved to Las Vegas a few years ago with our five pets. I'm gonna go over all of the tips I have, all the mistakes I made, all the fun things, all the crappy things, just everything in general, guys, about how we moved to Las Vegas a few years ago with five pets. So stay tuned, because we're getting after it right now. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel, Living in Las Vegas. Thanks so much for tuning in. If it's your first time on the channel, please go down below, hit that like, subscribe, and that notification bell so you don't miss any new videos. And if you're coming back to the channel, thank you so much for being a repeat subscriber and viewer. Really, really appreciate it. Please, same thing for you. Go down, smash that like button, thumbs up, and that little notification bell and the subscribe button so you get notified of every single new video I put out. I try to put out at least one or two a week. Anyways, guys, this video is gonna be about all about how my girlfriend and I moved to Las Vegas a few years ago with our five pets. I'm gonna go over all the mistakes we made, all the pitfalls there are, all that sort of thing, so that when you move to Las Vegas, you can avoid all the mistakes that we made, because uh, I don't wanna see that happen to anyone, guys. And with that, let's get into it, and we're just gonna start at the beginning and go from the first stage of the moving process all the way to the end of when we actually got here and all the things we learned. Uh, so we'll cover the full span of it. All right, guys, let's get into it. We moved from Rochester, New York to Las Vegas just a few years ago. And the reason we were in Rochester, New York is because we were both going to college there at the University of Rochester. That's actually where we met freshman year. Total uh, love story there. Uh, so we met, started dating, and then dated all through college. When we graduated, uh, I didn't have a job. I'm originally from a small town in Western Pennsylvania and I graduated degree in chemical engineering. So if you know anything about small towns and engineering degrees, they really don't mix. And so I really didn't wanna move back home because I didn't think I would be able to get a job. And my girlfriend at the time, uh, she gra just graduated with a BS in molecular genetics. Yeah, right, I don't know what that's about and she wanted to go to nursing school because she wanted to be in healthcare. So she was originally from Reno, Nevada, and if you graduate, at least when she graduated uh, from a Nevada high school, I don't know if it's still this way now, but when she graduated from a Nevada high school, she received something called the Millennium Scholarship, which is $10,000 from the state, if, and you can use it for education purposes as long as you go to a school in, if you go to college somewhere in Nevada. So since she hadn't used that yet, and she wanted to go to nursing school, she was eligible to use that for the nursing school. So we thought, hey, let's move back. And we didn't really want to move back to Reno because uh, she didn't find any schools that she liked there. But there's really nothing wrong with Reno. We just chose Las Vegas. And so we decided, all right, let's do it. Let's move from Rochester to Las Vegas and I'll just find a job when we get there. So that's the first important note, guys. We moved uh, from Rochester, New York, all the way across country, whatever that is, 1,200, miles away from Las Vegas to Las Vegas on nothing more than our savings. So we didn't have jobs, there was no relocation stuff and she was gonna start school. So, you know, people spend money on school. You don't make money going to school. And like I said, I didn't have a job, nobody had jobs. So if that's something you're doing, um, then make sure you listen up because we're gonna talk about some of the financial stuff involved and, and how we did all that. But first tip guys, you know, it did cost a few thousand dollars, like maybe five, maybe five $10,000, somewhere in that range to move cross country and that's like all the fees, getting the rental, the rental had a lot, the rental home had a lot of fees and stuff involved and we'll talk about that. But just make sure if you're gonna do this, you have enough 
money up front and you're not going to go into like a lot of debt because we didn't want to go into debt doing this. So if you don't want to go into debt, make sure you have the money up front. And if you don't care about debt, just make sure you have enough credit limit on credit cards and things like that. You're going to be able to pay for everything to make this a comfortable and fun move as much as possible. As far as actually getting to Las Vegas from Rochester, New York, uh, so we had two vehicles at the time. We had my uh, RAV4, Toyota RAV4, which is like a midsize SUV. And she had a Subaru Crosstrek, which is like a small SUV, essentially. So the plan was we are going to take our five pets plus uh, my girlfriend and myself. So we had uh, two, two cats and three rabbits, right? I love rabbits. Rabbits are the best. They're like tiny, fuzzy, cuddly dogs, and they're always puppy size. Uh, so we had two cats and three rabbits. So we were going to pack them into her Subaru Crosstrek along with her and myself and some other luggage. And then we were going to drive that all the way cross country to Las Vegas. And my dad, uh, who had a commercial driver's license at the time, you don't need a commercial driver's license to pull a trailer, but it just helps because he had the, the skills and the know-how and stuff. So he hooked up a U-Haul trailer to the RAV4 and then he pulled that out. Uh, he actually left a day ahead of us because you just can't drive as fast with a trailer and it's the RAV4, my RAV4 at least, is just a small four-cylinder engine. So it's a lot of work for that four-cylinder pull trailer. You don't want to you know, be busting the engine and the brakes the whole time, going up hills real fast, coming down hills real fast. So he left a day early so he could kind of slowly get there. Uh, and then we left a day ahead of him and our plan was to get there on the third day. So that's a lot of driving guys. That's like a 30, I forget how, let's just say it was like 36 hours. So you, if you drive about the speed limit or a little more, you shave a couple hours off. Um, so we had a few 12 hour days and then we got there uh, about like one or two in the afternoon, I think on the third day of the trip. And he got there right about the same time. The first uh, like big crazy step and the hard part about this whole move was figuring out how to rent a home from cross country. So we didn't have the time and we didn't have the money to go buying plane tickets, flying out here to view rental homes and that sort of thing. So we got ourselves a real estate agent. Um, I'm not gonna mention her name or anything like that here. She did a pretty good job. There were some tips and things that, uh, some things that kind of annoyed me that we'll talk about later. But in the end, we got a home, um, but there's a few things about getting a rental from cross country that I wanna to talk to you guys about so you can avoid the mistakes that we made. First and foremost, guys, if you can afford it and you do have the time, I do recommend whether you're buying a home in Las Vegas or whether you're renting a home in Las Vegas, fly out here for as long as you can afford or as long as you have time for, I would suggest at least one weekend, tour some neighborhoods, look at some homes, whether they be for sale or for rent, it doesn't matter what you're trying to do in either case. Come out here, see some neighborhoods, see some homes, get a feel for the city, get a feel for one where you wanna live, especially if you know we're gonna work, kind of figure out like, okay, I'm gonna work in this part of the city and then just fan out from that area um, and look for you know things that interest you, like things you wanna do, grocery stores, um, all sorts of different attractions. Obviously transportation's a big deal. So if you like biking or you're gonna be driving everywhere, look for access to, to the, the roads or the biking trails, all that different stuff, guys. You, you wanna factor all that into your rental. We did not do that. Uh, and granted, I didn't have a job yet and she did know where she was going to school, uh, but we didn't wanna to be too close to the school area because uh, it's kind of just in more of like a touristy hustle and bustle area. So in our mind, we wanted to be kind of away from that. So we didn't do that guys. We didn't really get to see the rental and that kind of bit us in the butt because uh, the rental wasn't really 
you know, it had the, the, the square footage that we needed. It had the bed and the bath space, that sort of thing. But as far as the layout, we definitely could have gotten a better layout. As far as the location, we could have got a better location and uh, some outside features of the home, like there, were, there was no driveway at all. It was this weird layout where the road, it, you know, you, you pull off of the main road into the gated community. And then there's all these side streets in the gated community. And those side streets were literally right up against your garage door. So you open your garage door, pull out, and you're basically on the road. And like, if your neighbors have people over, there's nowhere to park. If you have people over, there's nowhere to park. And it's like, really, you have to like, kind of pull into your neighbor's side to get into your own driveway. And it was just not a good setup, guys. So I do recommend uh, if you're going to rent or buy in Vegas, really in any city, this is applicable anywhere, try to get to that city, especially if you've never been there before. Like I'd never been there before. That's an important topic to cover. I'd never even been to Las Vegas when we decided to move here and she'd only been there in passing. So it's crazy move for us. We didn't really know what we were getting into. Uh, so do better than we did, guys. Come out here see some homes, see some areas, and really come up with an informed decision about where you wanna live and what you want out of that home you're buying or home you're renting. Couple more things, guys. Since I didn't have a job, and my girlfriend at the time didn't have a job, uh, we had the savings to pay for like a full year of the rental, right? That we'd saved up working college jobs. But most landlords, and or at least the ones I've dealt with, most landlords of property management companies, they wanna see you have an income. They don't really care yeah, I mean, they care that you have the savings, but they want to see that constant income because sometimes something happens and a big chunk of your savings is gone, right? If you had to pay some medical bill or whatever the case may be. Uh, and so if you don't have an income and that happens, then they're not going to get paid. So they care that you have an income. So since I didn't have an income, we actually had to get my parents to co-sign on the rental agreement. So if you're moving somewhere and you don't have a job, make sure... Uh, that that's not going to happen to you or if it does happen to you you think it might happen to you make sure that there's somebody in your life that can co-sign that's okay with that and you know if you co-sign on something uh, like if so my parents co-signed on our rental for uh, for instance if something were to happen to us and we could not pay the rental then they as the co-signers would have had to pay so make sure that if you're ever co-signing for someone uh, that you're okay with that or vice versa if someone's co-signing for you they understand just in case something happens and most of the time nothing happens uh, but if something does happen something unfortunate somebody is going to be on the hook for the rental so just make sure everybody involved understands that finally guys i want to talk about our agent like i said we did end up getting a home but she wasn't uh super responsive and she knew that we were first time you know to las vegas we weren't locals we weren't moving back we weren't really from that area I mean, I was from other side of the country and my wife was from Reno. So we weren't from Vegas and she knew that. And we really didn't get a lot of information about the areas or about the rental process. Uh, so when you do move somewhere, if you're moving to Las Vegas, please look me up. Um, my contact information is on the screen somewhere or it's down below. Uh, look me up. I'll be happy to give you as much information as you want, shoot you some video tours, that sort of thing. Or if you'd rather go with a different realtor, that's totally fine. My number one concern is that you find a good realtor, someone who is responsive. Uh, so you want somebody who picks up the phone or answers text messages and emails really quickly. You want someone who is not afraid um, or upset to answer your questions because if you're moving somewhere for the first time, chances are you're gonna have a lot of questions and you want somebody to answer those questions. You want an expert answer to those questions, not just some random answer that's not that good or uh, you know being totally ignored because that's no fun. Uh, so. Make sure you get those two things. And just third, guys, make sure it's somebody you can work with, someone you actually 
like speaking to because they might be the best expert and they might be super responsive. But if they're kind of rude uh, or if you can't understand them or whatever the case may be, uh, just make sure it's someone you can get along with and really work with because this is, this is a business proposition. But more than that, it's your life, right? It's business for them. But this is you moving to a totally new city and starting essentially a new chapter of your life. So you need to find a partner in that transaction that you can work with, you get along with, uh, and that you actually like. I'm not going to talk about the actual drive that much, but it was a lot of fun. I'm a big national park, park buff, and this was my third drive, I think, across the country. So we went south uh, down through New Mexico, Texas, that, that sort of area uh, on, what is that, Interstate 90? I can't even remember. Maybe it's Interstate 60. Uh, so we went down south through those areas, and I had never driven that before. So that was really cool, but it was really interesting traveling with five pets. I mean, we had a litter box set up in the car for the cats. Rabbits use litter boxes. So it was definitely interesting, guys. Um, I definitely, if you're going to do that, I do recommend a larger vehicle than a Subaru Crosstrek, you know, but that's, you know, we didn't have that opportunity. Most people just can't go out and buy or rent a new vehicle just for a move. And I totally understand that, but just before you decide to do what we did, make sure you understand that, yeah, if you're driving a small vehicle, you're not going to have a lot of room and you're absolutely going to be packed to the gills with stuff and pets or whatever you have. So factor that into your equation and just make sure you're going to be comfortable because it's a long drive. It's a lot of time in the car. It's a lot of time in hotel rooms. And if it's not fun, then you know, you got to make it fun or else it's just going to suck. It's going to be a miserable three days. So we had fun with it. It was cool seeing the country, but just a piece of advice there. All right, guys, we're kind of getting towards the end here. Please, if you have a second, go down, hit that uh, thumbs up button, hit that like button, that subscribe button, notification bell, all that sort of stuff, guys. So you're notified every time I put on a new video, all those things really help me and the YouTube algorithm. Also, if you are moving to Las Vegas, or if you have moved to Las Vegas in the past, uh, or even if you've moved out of Las Vegas, maybe you lived here, whatever the case may be, guys, go ahead, throw a comment down in the description, ask me a question about moving here, post a tip you had about moving here, uh, anything like that, guys, I would love to hear from you, and I'm always happy to answer every single question you had. That's why I post these videos, is to help you. So please do all that stuff, and then let's get right into the next tip. So here is kind of the big one. As you already probably know, Las Vegas is hot in the summer and us being total newbies not really thinking about it i mean we graduated in may and we needed to move pretty quickly so she could start school so we had to move in the summer uh, but we ended up moving in on july 4th which was one of the hottest days of the year that year it was absolutely brutal unloading the trailer unloading the car getting everybody inside uh, and then to make matters worse we hadn't contacted the utility company in far enough advance so our, oh geez, what was it? I think it was our gas, our gas hadn't been turned on. So we couldn't even cook. Thankfully the water was turned on and the electricity was turned on, thank goodness. But so we didn't have any problems there. Uh, so the AC was running, the house was cool, which is great. But yeah, I don't really recommend moving in in the summer uh, for two reasons. You know, the first time you move in, it's gonna be crazy hot, right? And that's, it, it just kind of sucks. Um, if you don't have too much stuff, it's not that big of a deal, but we had a lot of stuff and also, the next year, when your lease is up, if you lease a home or rent a home, same thing from year to year, every year you're going to be moving in the summer unless you renew that lease. So I definitely recommend if you have the option, guys, try to move in like winter or early spring, something like that, 
so your moves are not as hot and if you are renting then your next year's move won't be as bad and if you buy uh, if you buy in early spring or if you rent and then next year you want to buy right summer is like the big season for you know buying a home so to have that whole uh, that whole season available to you you might find a home a little bit easier not necessarily but historically home sales go up in the summer so just keep that in mind if you don't want to move in the blistering heat uh, try to move in this in the winter late fall maybe even early fall I mean September it can still get pretty hot or like January February March time and like I said guys our utilities weren't completely turned on so make sure you coordinate that with your realtor your real estate agent and the property management company everybody needs to know when those utilities need to be turned on by and contact that utility company as far in advance as you can to set an appointment and coordinate again like i said with the landlord uh, sometimes people someone has to be there uh, so if the utility was completely turned off like the water or the gas uh, there is a chance that someone like the landlord you the real estate agent someone will have to be there to let the utility guy or girl into the home to turn that utility on so if that's the case you need to make sure you have an appointment far enough in advance and you need to make sure you have someone to actually be there uh, whether you know whoever it's going to be so make sure that's the case if the utilities are all on usually what you can do is call the utility company coordinate with this with the landlord or property management company to get your uh, the utilities for that home transferred to your name in your account on such and such day usually it's move-in day or somewhere around that time day before move-in day maybe uh, and then from then on, you know, you'll show up and your utilities will be, um, they'll be on and they'll be in your name. So you'll be all set to go. All right, guys, we're nearing the end. Please, if you haven't already, thumbs up, like this video, hit that subscribe button, notification bell. So you're notified every new time, or excuse me, every time I put out a new video, I try to put out a few every week and I make these videos for you guys. So you know all about Las Vegas and moving here. I'd hate for you to miss any. So please do that because it really helps me in the YouTube al algorithms. Now we're kind of wrapping up the whole video. We're going to talk about a few more things we learned and uh, just kind of the first few weeks. So I told you in the beginning, we were moving out here all on our savings. Nobody had a job, nothing like that. Uh, and so once we got settled in, my girlfriend at the time started school and uh, I was just trying to find a job, really job hunting with my new engineering degree. And it took me a few weeks uh, and we almost, almost, almost ran out of money, right? So I think I ended up uh, getting hired on a Thursday or a Friday and we were gonna be out of, or I was gonna be out of my savings and everything by that Sunday, I think, when the bills came out or that Monday morning when the bills came out. Uh, so it was, I don't wanna call it luck, but I guess it probably was, it was super luck uh, lucky that I just happened to find a job right at the last minute. Um, other than, you know, if that, if I wouldn't have found that, then it probably would have been, uh, I don't know. I don't know what we would have done. I guess just gone into credit card debt, used our credit cards and that sort of thing to pay things until I found a job. So that was a few years ago though. The job market out here is completely different because of COVID. Uh, some things are better, some things are worse, but just keep that in mind. If you're moving here, like I said earlier, make sure you have enough savings to kind of cover you for for a while or make sure you have the space on your credit cards to cover you for a while if you can't find employment right away. If you're moving to Las Vegas, thinking about moving to Las Vegas, maybe you know somebody else who's thinking about it, please 
look me up. My contact information is on the screen right now, and it's also down below in the description. I make these videos because I love helping people move here. I love helping people buy homes, sell homes, everything to do with real estate in the Las Vegas area, and I am never, ever too busy for your phone call. So please, guys, reach out, call, text, email, pigeon carrier, however you want to get in touch with me. I will help you uh, move to Las Vegas. I will have your back 100% of the way. Guys, thanks for watching this video. Please stay tuned for more videos. Uh, you should see some probably popping up on the screen right now. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.